tried to get Santa, but is it didn't Christmas-y work. Or is yeah, that just I don't know. Creepy. I, I didn't decide before I There's started a fine talking. line of Christmassy. Uh, I'm genuinely a little bit disappointed you're not fucking around with the microphones right now. I am. This is what's he's, happening. Yeah. And he's louder That's than everybody else. So I'm bringing her down. Bringing me down to your level. Now you're too quiet. it has to go. I always get if brought down. Way, you could have done that like 30 seconds before you start. <laughs> I tried and then, you know, because nobody's actually talking into the microphones. We're just generally milling around and chatting. Mm. Like you were like, am I on? I don't want to say this on, on mic. I don't, I don't <laughs> want this on record. All these I think it's a awful opinions that I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, now we've got, we've got the proper opinions. Right, right. Yeah. Only nice More things. Sanitized. Only nice things out of your mouth now, Davy Banks. Yeah. <gasps> I introduced the guest. I remembered. Is our guest this week, Davy Banks, uh, lecturer, Mm. mm, doctor, international relations. Yep. 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 Is that right? That's right. Is that your actual official title? Professorial lecturer is my official title. Professorial lecturer. What's (laughs) the difference? You have PhD. That's it. Until that, you're an instructor. So it's just academia is all about. Look, basically, we're paying everybody the same. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> you can have a slightly better name than him, a slightly different title. And then but most people are like, I'll take it. So there's a whole hierarchy between assistant, associate professors, full professors, chaired professors that, you know, people in the outside world have no interest in. <laughs> and that people are not even like, oh, he's a chaired professor. Oh, oh, OK. It's like a cult. Wash your hands before you meet him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like to have people call you doctor? No. Or is it, do you, did you make so, sure it's on all of your mailing information? So I, I, I said, I said to my wife before I came home. I, I said like, to my wife, I says. I said to my wife, I says. <laughs> I, I said to her, oh, you know, I'm, I'm booking my flights. Maybe this is the first time I booked a flight. It wasn't the first time, but I was like, you know, maybe I'll book it. Will I say doctor? You know, they're like, what title would you like? Well, just yeah, for fun. She's like, why don't somebody get sick on the plane? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because, <laughs> you know, when I got my doctorate, she was like, you're a doctor, but you're a doctor who can't save lives. And you're like, okay, that, that puts it all in perspective. <laughs> but I would argue But if a war saving... broke out on the plane, yeah. and they were well, like, does anybody hear? A distributional <laughs> problem. Yeah. I want it. I want it. Please, ma'am, let me interject with your two children. <laughs> What you need yeah. to find is their overlapping bargaining space. <laughs> um, I would also say that you could be saving some people's, some students' lives by either telling them that they, you know, giving them grades, good grades, bad grades, keeping them on a path towards what they think they should be studying, or taking them off that path if they're yeah. crap at it. The problem, with, the problem with political science is that, you know, it's taught, and I teach it this way, in a really objective way, where it's like, you know, why do these things happen? And, like, how do people use violence to get what they want? And then afterwards, you're like, wait, am I training you or am I teaching you? <laughs> and a really good example is there's this famous game, which you may have heard of before, called The Prisoner's Dilemma, yeah, huh? which, without going into all the details, it's kind of a classic game where the basic, when you look at it, you think, like, you should cooperate. Like, it seems like a game where you should be working together. But actually, if you look very, very carefully at the way it's set up, there's only one strategy. The strategy is always cheat. Now, this well, is used... Not- Cheat, you mean... Defect, defect. Right. Like, not cooperate, basically, to steal from the other guy. But so, the point is that, um, you know, the kind of idea is if you assume that people are perfectly rational, which is kind of assumed in economics and a lot of political science, you should spot that straight away, right? If you give that equation to somebody, they should be instantly able to go, oh, I know this, I know what I'm supposed to do here. But so I had a professor years ago who I was a teaching assistant for, and when he did it, at the start of the semester, he'd have them play the prisoners that I'm in the whole classroom. And he'd set it up in such a way that... 
there was like some extra credit points, but basically anyone who, who defected, all the people who defected would steal everyone else's points and then divide them up amongst themselves kind of the thing, right? So he sort of explained it, and then he hands out this little handout which explains the game. And, you know, you know, in a sort of a perfectly rational world, it's all there. All the information is there, right? So they should know, oh, I know what I'm supposed to do here. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to defect. But, of course, what happens is people are fundamentally decent. And so most people would end up cooperating. Right? They hand back their slip of paper. It'd be like, cooperate, cooperate, cooperate. And then there'd be a few people in the classroom who are, A, sociopaths, <laughs> B, have played it before, or C, understood it when they've read it, and they'll defect. Now, the thing is, so then it'd be all like, okay, you, you got the game wrong. Then a few weeks later, he'd do it again. But this time, he'd have set up this little rule, this institution, since you're supposed to mimic an institution that would make it better for you to cooperate rather than defect. And this time, he'd hand it out to the students, and they'd be all like, I'm not going to make this mistake twice. This time, they'd all defect. And so you're kind of like, right, we're teaching them. <laughs> like, <laughs> essentially, they're coming in good and being like, I think I should cooperate. They're like, you're such a sucker. And then later on, it's like, even when you should cooperate, they're like, I'm not cooperating. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it isn't actually necessarily the best strategy to defect. Because if both parties defect in the prisoner's dilemma, then everybody loses. Yeah, but the problem with the prisoner's dilemma is if you play a one-shot game, yeah. no matter what your opponent does, based on their decision, the best decision against that decision is defect. If he defects and you defect, you get... You both get nothing. Yes, you get, both get nothing. But if he defects and you don't, you get less you than get, nothing. Yeah. Right? So yeah. no matter what they do, if he cooperates and you defect, you get everything. If he defects, you know, so no matter what they do, your best choice is always just cheat. Yes. So yeah. you're, you're trapped in this corner. If you play it once. Did you see this or did you hear that radio lab where they talk about uh, the British game show where they had the President's Dilemma? Oh, yeah. Golden Balls. Yeah. Golden Balls. And you heard this radio lab? Where I, it was I, actually called Golden Balls. Golden Balls. Is yeah. that what the person won if they... <laughs> yeah. They actually... That's what you had to have to win. <laughs> in truth, in truth, it's only gold, pl- gold plated. They only gold plate your balls. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, they won't yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Or way. they'll just they'll dip the balls in bronze. It's entirely up to you. You <laughs> can't afford both. <laughs> yeah, but so they have that at the end of the show. They have the prisoner's dilemma. Do you want to share the money or yeah. do you want to shaft the person? Yeah. And the guy, this guy came up with the perfect strategy. He said, I am going to shaft you. Yeah. And so then, uh, so then the other guy is like, well, wait, what? I don't know. Like, he doesn't have any option but to share. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. listen to Radio Lab and you'll hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I good. think that clip's online as well. Yeah. Of the guy reasoning with the other guy. I'm taking all your money. That's how I feel like an oldest sibling gets through a, a family dilemma is always to be the one of like, I'm just going to take your stuff. <laughs> so you can either go along with me or yeah. you can just get fucked. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then I suppose there is later like uh, things. In, uh, there will be more encounters in that family. Right. And so you've got to think about it. It's an iterated There's, game. It's yeah. an iterated game. Yeah. yeah. There's there's actually competitions where computers compete to see who who will um, do you know those? Dickie Dawkins talks about it. I think in the Selfish Gene. Tricky Dawkins. Dickie. Dickie oh, Dawkins. Dickie Dawkins. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Tricky Dawkins. Tricky Dickie Dawkins. Kenton <laughs> <laughs> uh, knows him. He can call him Tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Tricky Dickie Dawkins. Um, yeah, where they keep playing it over and over, and and um, yeah, the best strategy is tit for tat. Yeah. 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 If you don't know what the prisoner's dilemma is, this has all just been. <laughs> but up, but this is a good insight now into what it's like to be in a classroom when you've arrived five minutes after the start of the lecture. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? Are we, are hey, we on that? Who are we? What's going on? 
Yeah. My wife, we, have a, we play a, a board game at home where it's sort of a negotiation game with a mob theme. And so you have like little pieces of territory that you take over. But a big part of the game is like sort of sharing the loot. Like you'll have a, a figure in my, you know, in, in a place that I have a figure. And it's like, look, we don't want to fight. Let's figure out how to share the loot. She adopts what's known as a strategy, the, the grim tr- trigger strategy. She basically always goes to the same location on the board, sort of the kind of medium, most valuable location. And just as anyone comes in here, I'm going to keep attacking you until you're, either you've lost all your pieces or I've lost all my pieces. <laughs> <laughs> basically, then she's like, so Noon's got the strip club. <laughs> That's hers. So we'll just fight over others. So she never wins the game, but she never comes in last. And it's she, only she always comes in around second. Of, only that, one piece of property that she is like. That's it. She just climbs into that piece of property. She's just like, That's mine. You know? yeah. And if you come in here, I'll, I'll never forget that you were the first one to have come in here. And then I'll, go, I'll start following <laughs> you around the board. That's a bit like Australasia in Risk. It's like <laughs> just all in. You've you've got to go for Australasia if you're in there with you know if you pull some cards from Australasia because there's only one entrance. So you just take it and then you that is a stronghold that no one can get into. It's like a lot of mixed metaphors. I felt like that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's just something for our listeners. It's yeah. something. It's a little present. Mark Cantor likes to leave for our listeners. Little Joycean moment there, and had to be on peace. <laughs> well, yeah. It'll so take, many layers. You'd need a whole semester to get through that sentence. Annie, how are you feeling? Better. Better. I didn't know you were sick. It's been a tough December for yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happens? I haven't crawled out of the den of illness. I've just got a month. bit of a cold today and I'm already exhausted. I'm just, oh, fuck this. It's exhausting. I'm going back to bed. Ill. I've been up for like four hours with a slight sniffle. And I'm like, ah, oh, God damn it. Do it. So you're just going to glower through the rest of this podcast? <laughs> Pretty much. Can you just see the questions? Just Let's get just this done in the next five minutes. Uh, I know. It's, I'm really glad it's a beautiful day, though, because I do have a lot to do today. And it's a busy day. And I don't feel tip top. But I'm excited about Christmas now. Sort of for the first, I feel... Pumped. Are you guys Christmas shopped? Are you late shoppers? Shopped and done. I am Christmas shopped, but I have not yet bought birthday presents <laughs> for our brother and sister. So I may I may go and do that. When's and their do birthday? they one of their birthdays? Ah, months ago, you know. A months ago. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, Nicholas was a few weeks ago, and Ben's was. Um, I ago. remembered uh, that I hid. I got bought Connor this a little sort of extra present little tiny present for his birthday that I remembered to bring to the states hid it very sneakily in my stuff so that he wouldn't find it in the suitcase that we share brought it back forgot to give it to him obviously <laughs> in the states brought it back hid it again very sneakily <laughs> where um and remembered today that I have to get it out and find it and the question <laughs> is will I remember to wrap it up and give it to him this time or will it just have to wait till next August? <laughs> that's it. Now you're, at birthday. some point, you're just going to be like, that is a great gift. At some point, I'm just going to take it out and throw it at him. He's like, going that. to love that. It's now he's heard this podcast, though. So you'll be you like, what is it? me. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, oh, it's that tin of tomato that soup. Is the that is the test now. If your husband doesn't listen to this <gasps> podcast, then he will never get that present. He will never get it. Yeah. I actually That's can't remember one. exactly what it is. I know the nature of it, but I don't actually know what it, What I, type of animal I it is. I think one of my students was doing yeah. this to me this semester. I, I teach a history class where they have to read a book a week and they have to do a timeline. They have to write a timeline and then send it to me the day before, like a few hours before class with a question on the end. It's really just a device to ensure that there's, there's almost no written work in the class, but they've got to read the books. Right. So like, you've got to read the books. You've got to come to class ready to read. So these timelines, this kind of constant drag that they have. 
but it's a good way of knowing if they've read it because you can tell very quickly if that's from the book or if that's from Wikipedia like it shows really fast but I think one guy like when I was explaining this 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 policy he was you know he's just giving me such a dirty look from the class, <laughs> just like you fucking you know because there's always a few there's always a few students that no matter what like they're always just going to oh, you think you're so fucking great you fucking <laughs> asshole like and you're just you know you can't reach them you're like oh but I think he was trying to catch me in the timelines because, you know, because I, I created a stack of them. And so, you know, the temptations are kind of just, you know, yeah, yeah. Did but it after a while, it. I realized that, like, he was writing little things into the sentences that were like, wait, that doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Or like, you kind of make a joke or something, or, like typical Charlemagne or something. So I'm like underlying things like, <laughs> avoid writing pithy comments, you know what I mean? But then I was like, is he testing me? Is he kind of like, I don't think you're... I don't think I you're think really... I think he used bad language in one of them once. Like, he sort of said, that's shit or something. You're like, you know avoid bad language <laughs> in college in I college am, work I am reading your stuff yeah I am reading this you know, I was always reading his afterwards that's for fucking sure yeah there is always or maybe I always feel it that like slight um, uh, con- conflict in you in that like they've signed up for this course but at the same time everything you every piece of work he gives them is like fuck you <laughs> Fuck you for making me do the thing that I wanted to do. Like, whatever you're trying to learn, you know? It's often like night guy, morning guy in Seinfeld. Oh, that's great. Time's up? Time's <laughs> up. Well, that was great. <laughs> you're done. Is, uh, um, keep ca- you can keep talking about night guy, morning guy. So it's like night guy, morning guy, you know, the Seinfeld's gag about night guy doesn't want to go to bed and then morning guy wakes up in the morning and has to be like night guy Yeah, what a I have this one I design my syllabi it's sort of I'll design them at the start of the semester and be like I really want to read all these things and I think it'll be great and then a big part of me is like this is going to be really fucking I got a really hard semester this semester so like, this is going to be really hard like this is a lot of stuff to get through it's going to be great <laughs> and then a few months later you're like fucking idiot what a fucking dick so it's, it's that it is exactly that yeah. where like I'll set it up and be like this is like the kind of class I'd love to be in and then halfway through it I'm like I'm teaching this this is not the same as being in it this is <laughs> awfully difficult yeah because you have to be in charge of it um, you have to be in charge of making sure that you get through it all instead of just being able to sit back and wade through it yeah don't worry about it the bodyguards just showed up <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 just ignore that it's just ignore ignore the giant yeah. Hippopotamus that just walked in. No offense. Um, so, wait, David, you didn't add, did you, have you done all your Christmas shopping? Are you ready I'm to done. go? I'm done. Wrapped? No. Do you wrap? Yeah. <laughs> you oh, look yeah. angry about that. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, yes, I'm going to break into one. No, also because my dad, what he does is he comes, he's just come back. He's been, he's living abroad and he comes back and he gives all of the gifts to the children to wrap for other people. He's like, <laughs> Will you wrap that there for your mother and your sister? Why am I wrapping your gift? <laughs> oh, come on. My dad is a terrible rapper. So he just sort of like takes a whole piece, sticks it over what it is, and tapes it to the thing. So yeah. you can mostly nice. see what it is. And, and it's like, why are you, wa- why are you even wasting it? Tear off half the book as you're on on, on, yeah. unwrapping. It's like, what's going on with this? Yeah. I'm a good rapper, and I enjoy rapping, but... We don't have a good tape thing at the moment, so I'm finding it difficult. I, quite a few years ago, took to wrapping my presents in newspaper, and now most of my family have taken that, so I need to, like, up my game. Tinfoil. Maybe just... Tinfoil. What are you giving your family? Fish and chips? 
Yeah. Every year. Every year, fish and chips are pretty fucking cold at that point because I, <laughs> I like to shop in advance. Yeah, that's right. Get them uh, early, end of November. <laughs> Burdocks is it's basically empty. Leo Burdocks, you, you can just walk in. You can in. just get in there, you can get a rake of fish and chips. You can't get in there yeah, on yeah, Christmas yeah. Eve. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know, why, why am I going to buy a wrapping paper yeah. when newspaper is. And then you can write little comments, speech bubbles of what the. Eamon Dunphy is saying on the front of I'm a big fan of the little paper. gift bags because yeah. that's kind of you know look I'm not just handing it to you but also I'm not fucking I'm not, sitting down I'm not rash. <laughs> yeah here's the bag Tim there you foot, go you can't tell what it is one. for a few seconds now open the bag now you can tell what it is Annie why don't you kick us off with a question <clears throat> geography which you may or may not have heard some of this yeah already. to check if we had read this card before yeah which great train robber asked if he could be allowed home to enjoy a pint in a Margate pub. I think I do know who this is now. Yeah, you've had having, time to having, think having about it. Like having about three minutes, 30 minutes to think it through. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the one. It's Phil Collins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so good. I don't know any famous train robbers. Well, this yeah. is, there's only one famous train robber. Who is? This is like... Jesse James or something. No, but I don't this is England. It's got, in the this, has got to, this has got to be England, so... It's Ronnie Biggs, right? Isn't that... Ronnie that's, Biggs. That's the name of the chap, yeah. I'm not sure it's Ronnie. I think it's Ronnie Biggs. It is it Ronnie, is Ronnie Biggs. Biggs. Ronnie Biggs. See, you're still in the, still in the running. I am. I, 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 kinds of, I am genuinely worried that I'm going to knock at the history question. That has been keeping me... That <laughs> 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 has been yeah. keeping me up. But yeah. sometimes... Though you like, can, I really don't mind if I lose science and nature. You're like, don't really do science and nature. It's not, it's not something to do with me. You know, it's like, what proton would an atom... Don't know. Yeah, but it tends to, you'll find that sometimes history is not necessarily history as you know it. I've, I've listened to a lot of your cahoots. So I know how this goes. Okay. I know yeah. that this is often just, you know, who played yeah. Henry VIII's brother in the TV series, The Tudors. Yes. Yeah. You know, so you've some 14 year old in the room is like, Henry Cavill. You know, like, so, you've been doing, so you've been doing that kind of research then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to prep. I've been on, I've been on the E! News website for yeah. the last three weeks. Good. So I am up. Well, entertainment. This, this, next, card, this card was printed so. in the last three weeks, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So it's going to be Kardashian's next child. Davey, yeah. have you ever stolen anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid of that. But when you're a teenager, you're a bit stupid. What did you steal? I used to steal little GI Joes when I was a little kid from the shop. Oh yeah. Statue really? of limitations well done. probably passed on this. I think. That's good. I mean, that's a big so thing. It's terrible to steal. Well, this well, is. How thing. would you steal it? Let me just, just, just take it. Mm. Would you be there with your family or no, would you? No. So there's a toy shop that went out of business <laughs> near, near, the primary, the, near the school I went to. And so it's just kids who just basically just, it was like a culture of robbing in the whole school. But they must have known. Yeah, I think they did know. I just wanted to know what they could do. Maybe they wanted to go out of business. <laughs> maybe this well, Maybe it's a massive sort of like, you know, when you burn down uh, your, own, your own store or something like that to yeah. claim the insurance. Yeah. You're like the place has just been robbed blind. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> the neighborhood kids are rats. Have you well, ever stolen anything in your older age? No. Recently, like, what can we actually shop you for now? Yeah, right. Then now this is just turning just into a long <laughs> confessional. <laughs> yeah. Just after having collected my new visa, I, actually, we did listen to Cahoots. The ambassador loves it, and he said, <laughs> "He said, sorry, buddy. Um, I haven't. So I feel really bad about stealing stuff. I if, feel if, if I yeah. notice that I've." done it by accident or something like in a grocery store or oh, I, do like, I do go back and or if like I get given more change than I meant to be given like they think I gave them a 50 I gave them a 20 I'll go back and I seem to remember them. five years ago I had lunch with Mary McCarthy in some place somewhere near O'Connell Street and we had a full sit down like nice fancy you know proper 
proper lunch with knife and fork, you know, not a sandwich on the run, and, you know, fancy coffees, sat there for an hour, blah, 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 and then we just left, and we were walking, and we'd walked all the way nearly back to our place, and then I was like, we didn't pay. <laughs> so, yeah. Somebody come by and be like, probably a couple of euros there for me. And it's like, no, weird. we just basically just ate about 25 euros worth of stuff and left. <laughs> That's how we do it. That's, I have walked With out enough confidence. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, it's weird because some places you pay before and some places you pay after, so right. you can just forget. In America, you pay for everything before. Do you? Yeah. Well, not food. But yeah. Everything else. My dad everything when else. We, when we were... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So when we were, uh, when we were there, like, you couldn't get the petrol or anything. And he was like, oh, just, you know, pep, you know, pump the petrol. Like, you've got to go and pay for the petrol first. Pay for it first. Oh, uh, yeah. I feel like it wouldn't last very long in America. <laughs> <laughs> like an honesty system. How much, yeah, how much do you want? Well, I don't, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. I, was, I was with a little kid once babysitting, and she stole stuff all the time. Like, you had to be, like, with watching her like a hawk. Right. She had real sticky fingers. Like, you'd be going into, you know, get a coffee somewhere and start, like, in Starbucks or something. She'd, like, take two cookies. I was like, put that back. You see, when children do this, adorable. Yeah. Well, children do so much stuff that's, you know, sort of sort of adorable and also really awful. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, it's so funny because they're small. And you're like, no, that's really awful. <laughs> like, you trait. can't do that. Yeah. Like, the, uh, my, sister's, my sister's daughter kind of doesn't like the dog. We think she doesn't like the dog because the dog follows my mom everywhere and this, my, my niece loves my mom and so she's kind of a bit jealous of the dog. But then she kind of goes up to the dog to pretend to hit her. We'll move on to entertainment then we can all be on the same page. Let's do yes. It. What planet were Han and Leia on when he said angrily, you could use a good kiss? Mm. You could use this a good timely. kiss. Considering I mean, that the new Star Wars just dropped in the, the week. Far's Moon of Endor? No. No. They're made up by then. They like each other by then. Oh, are they on, the, on the ice planet? The ice planet Hoth. It's Hoth. Hoth. Yeah. Uh, Do you remember this scene? All recently yeah. and I don't this remember This is all the that. bit where they're running around in the corridors. Yeah. Yeah. You know? and he and says, she, you could she, use a good kiss. He's like, you know, I have to leave. And she's like, well, go then. You know, I don't care if you leave. He's like, well, then why are you following me down the car? You know, it's going to... Yeah, we've all we've all seen it. We've all times. we've all been there. I actually yeah. just watched it recently, and I didn't remember that. that well, my parents moment. watched Return of the Jedi. We went to see the new one recently, and I kind of we were at my brother's house, and I saw he had the DVD set, and I said, "Actually, can I take this home with me?" Because I was like, and then I convinced my parents. It wasn't too late. I was like, "Let's." I think we should stay up and watch Return of the Jedi before we go to cinema tomorrow. And they're like, mm. "I'm like, I think you need to watch this because <laughs> yeah. they started watching it, so I'm like, oh." Oh, oh, that's right, of course, because Darth yeah. Vader's his father, isn't he? And I'd totally forgotten that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, and he dies. So he won't be in the next one. You're like, that's exactly why we're watching this now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to have you leaning Waiting. over halfway through. Is uh, Vader Vader in this? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Is the, I, is the dead, is dead, ships, uh, dead ships are in this, aren't they? <laughs> I, yeah, I went, I went and saw it. No spoilers here. But uh, the, there was a family behind me. And the kid had obviously not seen any of them. So it was just asking questions, like, how can she do that now? And how is this happening? It's like, you should have shown your child the other films before you brought him entirely confused by this. What is going on with this at all? Yeah. yeah. Is, I thought we were going to see How that do they have magic powers? It, it, it's the Force, for Christ's sake, child! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you should educate your children about the Force! <laughs> God's sake. And the problem is that... 
you know, you just can't shout at kids to shut the fuck up no. in the no. middle of a film. You so. can't shout at anyone else's child. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. Especially if they deserve it. Yeah. I, 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 I'd like to get in and shush early before the anger builds, if there's adults talking in the film. Guys, just to warn you, very, very mild spoilers for the new Star Wars film in the next... If you if you don't want to hear them, we only just talk about the things that we like about the film. Um, if you haven't, if you managed to avoid the trailer, anyway, if you don't want to hear them, uh, skip a for, skip a forward uh, two and a half minutes, and then we don't talk about it after that. All right. Without giving any spoilers, does everyone thumbs up on the new Star Wars? I yeah, it. I liked it. I liked it. I, I I gave it I gave it sort of three and a half stars as I was as I was, after I left the cinema. And then I gave it another twenty four four hours, and I gave it the other the other half. Star. <laughs> I gave it another twenty four stars. Yeah, I give it four. I think it's yeah. good. I think, um, yeah, it's they managed to carry it off. It's a yeah. Star yeah. Wars film. It doesn't, as somebody said, like it doesn't break a whole no. new ground. But the success, like I think, it, it's on a firm footing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And I think the new characters you saw, did you? Yeah. I think the new characters are good, distinct characters yeah. where you spend the first bit of it kind of going, oh, so he's kind of like the new Han Solo, so she must be the new. And then after a while, like, no, actually, they're, they're kind of, it's like they kind of took the original three characters, broke them up into their component parts, and then rebuilt them along mm. different dimensions. But they yeah. do seem like different characters. So you're not kind of, all right, so basically she's going to be yeah. Han Solo in this one, and he's going to be whatever. It's just like, like I thought like the, the, the Stormtrooper guy is like a mix between essentially like Han Solo and C-3PO he's quite scoundrelly he's also a bit cowardly and so he kind of goes back yeah. and he's forth bit, between he's a bit sort mushy. of yeah. Yeah. yeah but like so he has like moments of bravery and then moments of I like that we're getting uh, to see another side of a stormtrooper though that's a very clever technique I thought that yeah. was a nice yeah. change up I might I except might. then they are kind of like the, the rest of them are all completely programmed so don't feel any remorse you're like oh okay because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of them are dying right now in that hangar and they're yeah. like, yeah. they're, those are the programmed ones they, yeah, just, they, they, can't, they can't even feel they it they are the bad ones they are the bad yeah, ones it's, it's like fine. killing a fly it's they don't even feel it I may have to take some of this out because it just may just be too borderline spoilers I don't think so I don't like you to know tell. anything like I knew Darth Vader is Luke's father <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can tell you heard like, it that's all in the previews yeah but I didn't watch those you know you didn't. Oh. You went in completely. Didn't cold. see the trailer. Wow! I saw. I wish I had the the, the self control to do that, but I yeah. didn't. I no. even. But like, it, it was make me so excited. Yeah. Okay. Just history. To the end of the movie. Drive anybody. This is Davy's big bugaboo. The moment he's been fearing. This I'm, might be the moment where I just leave. The, Dave, the show just ends suddenly. Dave, I would like to tell you, you're going to be fine. Okay. You that makes be, it worse. You are going to be so annoyed, so annoyed that this is the history question. I'm sorry that this is. The, I'd like to apologize for our show that this is the history question <laughs> that you're given. The bento box is a form of lunch that originates in what country? That's it for history. That's, I'm telling you, I, <laughs> I told you, I apologize. Uh, originates is uh, a verb in the past tense, so listen, that's history. <laughs> that is as long right. as it has in past the tense way. in there Is there going to be a question on those two guys who came in and left a few minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. That happened in the past. Yeah, yeah. That, that is also yeah. history. Well, yeah. Yeah. How many cans of Dutch gold did that guy have in his hand? <laughs> Uh, Bento Japan. box, Japan. Correct. Well done. Do well, we even need to talk about that? Well, what does the word bento mean? Mm. Will I try and find out? Have an old Google on that. Have an old Google. I like. I enjoy a bento box. I like all the little different treats. 
that come with it. But often, there are often, like, have you been, ever been to a restaurant, a Japanese restaurant, where you look at the bento box, like the lunch special or something, and there's maybe like a vegetarian and a fish and a meat one. And there's something in each of them that you like, but you don't like one full box right. all to itself. It's right. Like, oh. And then they kind of spread out stuff that you want. You're like, I kind of want the and mushroom. And like, you can't mix it up. I kind of want that small egg yeah. thing, but I can't have them both. You're like... Internet's not working. Oh, you're like, I'd love to have the, you know, like salmon roll but I would also like to have the chicken teriyaki is there good sushi places in Dublin now? very good sushi places in Dublin oh, that's good yeah Dublin's got quite good sushi because I remember they had a place here about 10 years ago and it had the little conveyor belt mm-hmm. and I ate there once and that was the most nauseating experience and it's a rip off <laughs> you're just watching it just <laughs> slowly it seems just going around in front of you and after that it's like I really, I feel, I really feel. <laughs> that place is still there, and it's a total ripoff. But there's other good places for sushi. I learned the other day as well that from a Japanese person that you are not supposed to dip right anything with rice into the soy sauce. Yeah, I found Only this out recently as well. Only fish should touch the soy sauce. Yeah. What? Yeah, and here's me jamming rolls in, and just like you get the fuck in the soy sauce. Yeah. yeah. This is like fucking rules. Do whatever you want. This it's, is this is America. Sushi. Oh wait. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no, there's, I actually, I'd like to have some sushi now that you're saying it. There's no fish. real great places in DC for really? sushi. I'm no. surprised. Well, there, there, there are great places. They're extraordinarily expensive. There's no great reasonable places right. in DC. There is one place where we went, uh, last summer and, uh, my wife likes this story. We, they, they do a, they do a happy hour on, I think it's on Fridays. So you have to. So they have this big restaurant, but then they have this like little bar area up at the front of the restaurant, and they'll do happy hour in that little bar area. So it's a total of I think fourteen seats when you add up the bar and the few little high tops they have around it. That's it. And then the sushi is all half price. So suddenly this goes from being an extremely expensive sushi restaurant to a great restaurant to being like a great restaurant that's you know still actually very pricey, but ma- now it's actually manageable. Now yeah. you can be like, yeah, we can afford this. This is this is dinner out, but. Um, you have to so because it's so uh, it's opens at five because it's such a few minute seats people line up for it and so my wife was like you go down you know I was working at home she's like you don't go down and just line up there and I'll come from work and I'll meet you and I'll come from work early and we'll just go in and I was like okay so I went down and I brought my Kindle and I was like so I get down to where the restaurant is I see a line I'm like right I'll get into that line and then I'm reading my Kindle and then about forty minutes later ring 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 where are you I'm in the line. No, you're not. I'm in the line. Turn around. <laughs> turn around. I was lining up for a completely different restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the chances that two restaurants, I don't think I've seen yeah. any restaurants with lines in DC. These two are right yeah. next to one another, separated by a small alley, and they both have lines forming. I just instinctively was like, that's the line. <laughs> that's the line. Doesn't Only one line. Lines rarely happen in Dublin. That's actually something that you almost never see are people waiting for a food event. Recently, the biggest yeah. queue I've seen for food has been up on Camden Street. There was a new donut place that opened a few months ago, oh, and people it... were queuing outside the door for that. So obviously, I stopped to get in the queue because people in DC will line up for anything. They'll line up for the opening of a fucking envelope. Like it's ridiculous because as soon as anything new opens, like hey, we got a Shake Shack. So we're not even there for three months because people have been lining up. They're like, we should go to Shake Shack and totally line up for forty five minutes for a fucking burger. <laughs> like you really shouldn't do that. Or like a bar will open that's like just really like a very mediocre normal bar. People are like, got to line up, let's go, like, let's we're all go. going to public. And then, you know, a few months later, it's like, let's go to public. Definitely not. Definitely not going there. But just for that initial surge of, like, novelty. Yeah. It's kind of a and, provincial and city. And to be seen, you know, to be seen to be lining up. Yeah. Like, that you like it. Um, I don't like to spend a huge amount of money on sushi, though. Because, mm. I mean, I know that you want good quality and you want, but there's something about spending $40 for... That's the problem. 
a bit of fish. Because then you go to buy the cheaper sushi, but then you have a sort of a slime to dollar ratio yeah. that you're trying to work out yeah, just right. Yeah, like ripe. too much rice, and it's yeah. like, oh. There know. was a place that I used to eat in New York, and it was really good, but like the restaurant was so dingy, and you just be like, just just eat the food really fucking fast. Just eat eat the food before <laughs> that part of your brain walks in and kind of goes, are we are we eating in here? Have you? Because I, I can see right into the bathroom, and that is fucking disgusting. Like, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Yeah. I mean, a salmon roll. So yeah. you had to kind of like you had to rush eat the food. You know, must not look. You know, wear blinkers. Yeah. Just put on your walk with complete sensory. Shut deprivation yeah. it'd be nice to eat that sushi in one of those little bubbles that'd be the way to do it they could just feed it into you in in London years ago with Connor and Duck I, we went to a all you can eat Chinese place which went from the best idea ever to the worst idea ever in about 10 minutes <laughs> like you're just like yes all you can eat Chinese and then you're like all you can eat Chinese <laughs> <laughs> yeah. awful yeah. How much did, and how much terrible did you eat? idea I mean, I just ate a plateful, but it was still like, this is the worst quality Chinese food I've ever <laughs> eaten because yeah. it was just in these I big feel, vats. I feel like that really summarizes the relationship you have with food as you get older, though. Like, it's, it's almost like after you get some point in your mid to late 20s, early 30s, suddenly all of these sentences have a question mark at the end. So before it's like, oh, you can eat Chinese. <laughs> That's all you can eat Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Half fry sushi. My sushi. Yeah. I mean, there's there's always a, there's some reason they're giving this food away, and it's you know. But when you're 20, you'll be like, "That's great. I'll just yeah. Yes, please. Just I'll over yeah. that all. My up. body can digest anything. Yeah. Arts and literature. Mm-hmm. Who is Johnny Storm, better known as in comic book Fantastic Four? Fireboy. Is he? Is, is he called Fire? Is he Fireman? No. Is he a boy? The Human Torch. That's what it is. The hmm. Human Torch. Hmm. Says Canton. <laughs> Me. Got a comic book answer. Got it. Hmm. Um, I don't know that comic at all. Didn't see the movies. Didn't see. Nor have I. Nor the movies I. apparently have been a sequence of massive, colossal failures. Just one after. They just did one recently and it was a complete. Yeah, that was one of the that was big failures. They keep, I think, re- think it's their third time rebooting, rebooting Fantastic yeah. Four and they just can't get any. Tr- I think it's because it gives a fucking shit about the Fantastic Four. But I don't even understand why that would be worse than the X-Men. Well, I think that one is, so this is a, who was I talking to about this recently? I remember reading this thing recently about X-Men. So I don't know if you know, in the comic books, Wolverine died. So they killed him about, I think about a year ago. What? So he's dead. Now, probably at some point he'll come back because that's where these comic books seem to do it. Yeah. But one of those kind of things, I, I can't remember, I read this somewhere online, was about there's a sort of a conspiracy that Marvel is killing a number of the X-Men characters because they don't actually have the rights to the X-Men movies. They sold the rights to the movies, 20th Century Fox Right. Years ago. So uh, every time you see an X Men movie, that's 20th Century Fox, which is why they're not never appearing in the Avengers. Like Spider Man is owned by Sony, which is why they're putting Spider Man into the next Avengers movies because Sony and Marvel basically came to an agreement to like split some of the money. But so there's these kind of, you know, in the comic book universe, uh, these guys all play together, but their rights are sold amongst the movie houses. And so the problem is that apparently Marvel wants the X Men back. 20th Century Fox won't sell them. They just keep rebooting it over and over again. And so now the conspiracies are killing the characters in the comic books to be like, we'll just, we'll just fucking kill them all. And in 15 years' time, people will be like, what's a Wolverine? And so you'll just have to sell it back because nobody will watch your stupid film. So that was the thing I read. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to happen. I don't know. The comic books are going to be more powerful than the films? 
far more people have seen the films than the comic book, I surely. Agree. It was Davey, a conspiracy on the internet. Down. It may be this the is... first one on the internet that isn't true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. if it is, There's I'll be surprised. Because uh, they've got the planet thing right. Yeah. The space planet going through the, you know, the hidden planet one. Do you know this conspiracy one? The X planet, this one way. I do on quite the like other conspiracies. Side of the sun. Yeah, I think it's like it's hiding somewhere. Some gigantic planet that's about to crash into us. And it's just, <laughs> it's like everyone's keeping it a secret. But it's sort of floats yeah, like behind the sun or something. Yeah. Exciting. That'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like, but I like disaster conspiracy theories like that, or not even conspiracy theories. Like when there's, I think I've talked about it on the podcast before, but that New Yorker article that came out this summer about the big fault line going <gasps> in the Pacific Northwest. That was good. Oh my God. So that was, like, I that cannot was like, wait for that to happen. I'm never going to the Pacific Northwest. That was a, I always yeah. wanted to visit, but I'm never going there now. That was a highbrow disaster porn yeah you know that was you know they're like this is a very serious piece about this fault line because it's in the new yorker you're like oh my god like (laughs) the water would rush over the thing it would like come in 50 miles like oh my god yeah you have like six minutes from when dogs start barking to when the tsunami arrives because it wasn't it wasn't just technical it was very you know can you feel it yeah can you feel it coming yeah and because i'm also like Anyway, and there was lots of good geological evidence. Exactly. There was enough of that stuff to make you feel like you weren't being... <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I know, actually... Reading something both, pulpy. Both my sisters were in the Pacific Northwest when I was reading that article. Not By like, Pacific Northwest, you mean... Like uh, Washington, Oregon, and then up into Vancouver. west of the Pacific. No. The no. northwest of North America. As it touches the Pacific. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's no. fucked... It's fucked. Okay. It's on some massive fault line when it goes. Yeah. It's going to be. That would like, be amazing if the article just finished. So, anyway, it's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Point is. Editor's like, finish it. Fucked. All right. <laughs> Bollocks. <laughs> You're all going to die. Um, but apparently, it really upset people, obviously, living in Seattle and Portland, who were like, and everyone in like Seattle Port was like, no, 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 we have built buildings that are, can withstand a certain amount of... It's artisanal. It's like, no, yeah. <laughs> we have this organic homespun The hipsters oak. are working on it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone just drinks this one kind of kombucha. We'll be, you'll float. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you will be fine. Get in your mason jar. <laughs> Get in your mason jar and paddle <laughs> entirely <away>. buoyant. <laughs> um, I know, how horrible, but also fascinating. With that. Yeah. I, I could imagine that that would be the kind of way you would die, like in a tsunami or something like that. You go... <gasps> Fucking look at this G, and then you, then it would hit you. You know, what I mean? that kind of like I can't believe it. <laughs> there we go. Okay, mm-hmm. science and nature. Speaking of tsunamis, mm-hmm. what planet is one and a half times the volume of all the other planets put together? Yeah, one and a half times the volume of all the other planets put together. It's got to be Jupiter. It it's got to be Jupiter. It's the biggest one. It's not density. So it's it volume. Make, yeah, right. It's Right, even though it makes sense for any of the others, would it? Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah,
they don't they can't really but it predict. may have stopped because of like how quickly things images get back like we don't know like it could oh, have yeah. gotten smaller seven minutes ago or something <laughs> yeah in the seven minutes we've talked yeah, yeah. the storm could be Since over we last you've, got egg. you've got egg in your face if that's the case Kelsey. yeah yeah <laughs> boring this is a this fucking day conversation <laughs> it's done ski um i um love all that solar system stuff it is yeah good. it's fascinating did you see that video that they made to scale version of the solar system where? It's pretty good. It's a, it's on Vimeo, out in the desert. Wow. Yeah, and they kind of. So How they, big is the Earth in this? Like the size of a pea or something? Even yeah, smaller. pretty small. I think the the sun is a weather balloon, and then the, everything else is to scale. But it's also the or- size of the orbit. So like. So like it's like, four hundred miles across or something. Yeah, not 400 miles, no. But it's like the first one, they're walking around the circle to show you how big, and then they have to drive like a mile or two miles out to show you. That's Neptune cool. and Uranus. They have that thing, I don't know if you ever saw it in the uh, Museum of Natural History in New York. They have, uh, they have this thing where they, like, they show you, there's like this big circle in front of you, like a big sort of two-story, <coughs> two three-story sphere. In, in, you know, kind of just in front of you, and then the, the, there's can you kind of come around like a sort of mezzanine balcony bit, and you start at one end, and I'll be like, oh, see, they'll have a little circle. They'll be like, this is a, if this is a proton, that's a nucleus or something like that. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, oh, okay. And then it goes to the next level up. So it's like if this is, you know, a cell, then this is a whatever. You know, if this is a whatever, a, a mitochondria, that's a cell. Yeah. And it works all the way up so that when you get to the middle one, it's basically like, I think it's, I think it's the Earth to the sun. Or, they have another small, yeah, they have the sphere in front of you now. And it's like, this is the Earth, that's the sun. And then they start going in the other direction where it's like, okay, if this little thing in front of you now is the sun, that thing in front of you is whatever. And it starts turning into like, you know, the Oort cloud and it just gets massive. So they try to give you a sense of the scale. Yeah. But at some point your brain just goes, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's beyond what I can take in. Yeah. It just doesn't, that's it just what I doesn't found work. difficult about studying astronomy mm. was that my, I couldn't actually bend my head around the actual distances. You know, it's like yeah. a little bit, it's okay. And then you start being like, I just, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think I'm going to do this wrong. I know I'm going to get all these numbers wrong. I used to know. But when the financial bailout happened in 2008, somebody was trying to explain how much money each of these things were. And I was like, if somebody gave you a million dollars, it would take you, I, I'm going to get this wrong now, but it's something along, this, along these lines. It takes you however many, is it hours or days to count to a million? I think it's 32 days or something. It's like it'll take, you, 30, it'll take yeah. you 32 days. Somebody gave you a dollar an hour, or a dollar a second. 30 days later, 30 days later, you'd have a million dollars. But then it was... I'll so, do it. And then it was like, okay, but to get to a billion, I can't remember what it was, but it was like to get to a billion, like you have to go back, you know, now we're talking like 300 years or something. The point was, is that the $700 billion bailout was basically a dollar a second counting all the way backwards to the time of Jesus. It's just dollar, just count every second backwards for $700 billion and that gets you yeah. 2,000 years back at a dollar a second and you're like okay that is a fucking ton of money now I understand that that's a lot more than a million yeah and if Jesus had fucking instigated that then we would have been all right. like why didn't they start counting back then I'm so grateful yeah oh I'll take your sins oh while you're here can I get a loan other things to do Start you know? counting money. Yeah. He busy. fucking threw the money lenders out. Like in favor, Should have said, lads, start counting. We're going to need this. <laughs> so that's why he left. It's people like you. Can't, Jesus, do us a favor. I mean, you did water and wine for my friend's, for my friend's wedding, but I'll just do a 50, 60 or something. <laughs> throw get you, I'll get you throw back. Us, throw us a little bit. Uh, okay. Sports and leisure. Mm. 
What TV presenting duo came up with the idea for golf's All Star Cup? What? Fuck. What? what is golf's oh All Star Cup? Oh my god. We fell at the last this hurdle. is an actual sports question, too, which is a shocker for this show. This is British or American, this British. 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 So which TV deck? Yeah, well, that is what I'm thinking. It's got to be. And that's the only TV duo I know, or Zig and Zag, who I don't think. <laughs> I think they just do the soccer, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, they yeah. only do the rugby competition. Presenting duo, yeah. Because it probably be doesn't Dick. have anything to do with really serious golf. Yeah. You know. And I think here the clue is presenting duo. Okay. You know, for the sort yeah, of... Yeah, I'm happy with that. Slightly older dads in the room, they were like, oh yeah, I watched that Golfing All-Stars. Yeah. But everyone else is just going to... The other ones I thought of was um, the, the comedian that everybody says is racist <laughs> and uh, the snooker players. Remember they used to present... Um, oh, what's his it's, face? He is racist. <laughs> but what was his name? Yeah. Oh, they used to present that He's show. He's a BBC or, presenter. So this was the thing is like... He used to do like sort of Saturday night, 7 p.m. family television. And then his own stand-up would be like, uh, you're basically just a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but that's the stand-up stuff. That's not his TV presenting stuff. This oh, is in the early 90s where after a while it's like, I don't think we can uh, get away with that Vernon anymore. Vernon something was the snooker player, wasn't he? And then Yeah, and he had like the, the people would come on and play snooker for sports or, like, yeah. or for prizes. Snooker for sport, yeah. <laughs> snooker for sport. <laughs> I think this has been around for a while, actually. <laughs> or the other the other option uh, will be the Chuckle Brothers. Did they start the All Star <laughs> yeah, Golf so, yeah. tournament? Yeah. Or uh, uh, what is it? Um, who were the famous duo from like England in the fifties and sixties? It's not Reeves and Mortimer, but oh, this card won't have Morecambe and Wise. Morecambe and Wise have anything for the fifties because. This is Yeah, it's not more than wise. Well, there was a question, <laughs> what was it, last week or the week before? Well, there's about, lots of James Bond questions as well, like old James Bond questions. About, um, I can't remember anybody's name today, but Frankie Howard died on the same day as, um, oh, yeah. as what's his name? <laughs> Harry, not Harry like Hill. Touching your head. Yeah, you're, you're, like you're, that was kind of doing a Benny Hill salute. Benny Hill. That's what I'm trying to remember. I thought you were thinking. I was like, oh God, can't do things. Does a Benny Hill salute? No. Trying to think of Benny Hill. Control. Yeah, I, I was thinking Harry Hill. No, not Harry Hill. Harry Watt. Harry Watt. No, it's Benny Hill. Benny Hill and Frankie Howard. Um, that is well. I was saying to Kant that I was worried coming here. I feel safe now, even if we don't get this. I feel like five out of six is a very respectable score because I've listened to this sometimes, and the card comes out, and you're like, "That is a fucking horrible card." <laughs> but no one's going to remember. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you did have a very tough card. I just be like, "What was your score?" <laughs> True. No it's like when you watch Jeopardy and you see people, I like to watch Jeopardy in America and you see them, it's hard to get on Jeopardy and you know, and then they finally get on and then they're like, their score's in the negative or something. And you can just see them like, I gotta get it into the fucking, I cannot finish on a negative <laughs> score. Like, negative. this is it. Everyone what tune in, I'm in Jeopardy. It's like, you got minus 1200. You are, you're, you owe them money. Do you actually? Well, you don't actually owe Jeopardy money. If you <laughs> no, minus. no, that would be hilarious. It's never, quite cl- it's never quite clear to me what the rules are. Do people get to go home with the money that they make that, or is it only the winner? Because they always stake the bet that makes you think in such a way that they think that they're going to keep it. Yeah. But they actually never... Because Jeopardy's been on for so long now, it's like an institution, they just don't tell you the rules. Because mm. I used to do Jeopardy with my oh. students for like studying, and then i do Final Jeopardy, and then my students were like, oh, like, Professor, you don't realize that the point of a Final Jeopardy is... You um, have so, to actually give us money. No, and then like... You would yeah. <laughs> I have to sit your exam. <laughs> I, okay. <laughs> well, there's the keys to my car, and like, come pick me up later on. <laughs> um... But I was doing something wrong. And then I realized it was like, 
Yeah, well, they never actually tell you the rules. It's like, yeah. come on, yeah. it's been off for 50 years. If you don't know yeah. the rules, like, yeah. well, kill yourself. Um, I think it is only the winner who takes home the money, I think. Yeah. Uh, I have a sneaky yeah. suspicion. Don't know. But that's my mom auditioned for Jeopardy and got into the, the right before, but then she was, when they did the, the finals or with the clicker. She wasn't good with the clicker. She was trigger happy. Uh, yeah, she wasn't great with the clicker. Or it was like, you know, it wasn't... She was doing like, she's she waving was like, around yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, no, discreetly like under the table. The clicker. She and my uncle, when they first when we first moved to LA, she and my uncle auditioned for the newlywed game because my dad was working all the time. So my uncle was oh, like bumming around. That would have been spectacular. <laughs> I know, they didn't get on. They had to admit that they weren't actually married. <laughs> By law. In the end. Which was a bummer because they could have passed off big time. But, Did they know, look similar at all? That was the end of mom's trying out for, <laughs> for, for shows. Um, my dad and his brother don't look dissimilar. Oh, it's your dad's brother? My dad's brother. I thought you were saying your mom and her brother. No, You're like, no, okay. My, my and mom and... Just like, they do look very... <laughs> <laughs> no, because like, so they had the same last name and everything, so it would have been fine. Anyway, yeah. it didn't happen. They, felt, they started to feel guilty about it. But they, my mom went out for Jeopardy with my uncle Charles and my aunt Anne and mom was the only one to make it through the others fell in the first round so it was like no and she was like yeah going on she would have been very good she's good on that kind of the thing the clicker system is ridiculous yep because the, the, there was some guy who was, who was down for ages there was his name Jennings or something and he was he said he's, he's a big, he was really smart but he's like big part of it is like I really understand the clicker like the more I was there the more I was like no I click now because you'd see other people like <clears throat> you'd see them moving to they're trying to push the clicker and you're like because you, you can't do it before he's finished talking but also you have to get him right there yeah. before somebody else because if somebody else clicks right. you can just be sitting there like, yeah and if you hit it early it'll freeze you for like a second or something yeah so that little that like one second oh. where you got frozen out where so you're kind of waiting for and you know Alex Rebecca I guess he's just bored he's been doing this for a long time he definitely does sometimes like slowly get the question out he's like am I finished damn Click, 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 click. Yeah. Speaking of clickety click, Alex, Speaking of, well, Alex is Trebek, it, uh, it is Anton Deck. Anton so Deck. you got it. Six out of six. Davy Banks. Know. Beautiful. It's a big win. That's all we Davey, got. Davy, is there for. anything you'd like to plug? Uh, <laughs> Do you have anything no. to website? Uh, please sign up for my Great Powers class in summer. It's under enrolled. Yep. Good. I get a little bit extra money if they talk. So, you know, please, please sign up for a master's class in AU. And just take the summer course and then you can drop out. That's fine. Great. Or in fact, just enroll. Say you'll come and then pull out of the course a week. Just don't a week show up and don't That's pay. fine as well. Okay. Okay. Good. Nice. Um, well, happy Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas. I hope yeah, Santa comes. Crimble. And uh, happy new year. We probably won't be yeah. chatting again until 2016. So we'll see you in the future. Now, the question is, are we going to hang around here for 15 minutes while these guys yes. come in? Yeah, yeah we're going to light up some doobies. <laughs> Let's light up some doobies. <laughs> Get a can of Dutch. Just eat a whole bowl Shake of cereal. That will have been taken out of the earlier part of the show, <laughs> so no one's going to understand this uh, bit. Okay. But, uh, but we will, and that's all that Davey, matters. Davey, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. See you now. Bye. Bye.